I'm Madison. And I'm Emily. This is the Hockey Trash Cast. Stop. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Uh, we are recording in 2020 for the first time. Ooh, Happy New Year! <laughs> we made it! Um, the abs almost didn't, but they're still alive, I guess. Yeah, it's real. Theoretically. Um, yep. World Juniors are happening right now. Eustace and Noonan kicked the United States out of the competition. I'd be upset, except that I'm not. He's really been the most notable. Yeah, he's elite. He's the most notable abs player. By far. Bowen Byram played for Canada. I don't know that he actually accomplished anything other than one of the games I watched him in. He got into a minor out of fisticuffs after the game ended. Which was thrilling, but, like, not a great and meaningful contribution. Yeah. Um, yeah, World Juniors. They'd be happening. Wish they were easier to watch in the U.S. of A. Yeah. So, uh, for the men, I think it's basically semifinals. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I guess, actually, all of the apps players are still in it. Because we've got one on Team Russia, one on Canada, and two on Finland. So. Go us. At the very least, a future Avalanche member could very well win gold. No promises, but it might happen. Let's hope. Also, the U.S. women beat Canada women's juniors, so that was cool. Glad to see that tradition continuing. U.S. women's hockey is just absolutely kicking ass, and I'm so proud. USA Hockey posted some graphic of, like, all of the years they've won gold, and it was literally, like, eight out of the last ten years. Yeah, the U.S. women's the hockey team is incredibly dominant, which is especially wild considering how good, like, the U.S., I mean, not the Canadian women's hockey team is. So, yeah, you love to see it. You really do. Truly. Um, oh, we did get a lacrosse-style goal from Nils Hoglander of Sweden in, like, the first, like, an opening game of World Juniors. And everyone reasonably lost their minds about that. Didn't Eustace and Noonan say that he was like, I thought we were friends? Yeah. Because like, it was I scored was against him. Like the NHL video of this. He's like, I thought we were friends, bro. Iconic. Whoops. Truly. Um, I know Christmas is over, but in a quick retrospective, the week of Christmas... Pete Blackburn blessed us with power rankings in which every NHL team is likened to a holiday film. And it's gold. So good. 
the Avs came in at number two, right below the Capitals. Um, I think we're probably going to move down next power rankings, but nevertheless, we got the Santa Claus with all of their injuries this year. It's really been a next man up mentality. Luckily, none of those players have died after falling off a roof. (laughs) I feel like I need to knock on wood just like thinking about that. Yeah. Um, Speaking of the Santa Claus, the pens for their, like, Christmas video, they, like, recreated scenes from the Santa Claus. That was, like, the most uncomfortable thing I've ever it's seen It's a lot. It's a lot, but if you haven't seen it, please do. Um, it is very funny. Let's see, what are some other good ones? Uh, the, let's see, the Bruins are number five. Our bad Santa. Generally viewed as dirty and disliked, but they command respect among the greats. Uh, num- I've never seen bad Santa, to be honest. My dad walked out of the theater. Like that's and like that. My dad's not that kind of person. Like, <laughs> like okay, it, I've heard okay. it's bad. Um, number six, the Pens die hard. Injuries have laid siege to the team, but somehow they just won't, you know, die. Okay, so number seven, the Caves. We got the Grinch. And the entire summary just says, here. Number eight is the Coyotes. Deck the halls. Get it? Because Taylor Hall. Get it? (laughs) (laughs) Also, Also, Phil Kessel might be the closest thing the NHL has to Danny DeVito. I don't even, I've never even heard of the movie Deck the Halls. I just thought the pun was iconic. Neither have I. Number. But yeah, the Taylor Hall thing does write itself. Number nine, the Flyers, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer, simply because Yukon Cornelius looks like he'd play for the Flyers. That's a, that's a, a gem. He really does. Now I can't see Yukon Cornelius without thinking about that. That's my favorite by far. Yeah, that was my favorite. Also, the number of Yukon Cornelius that people have made about Ian Cole recently, also prime. Love Yukon uh, Cornelius. Number 11, Belief. Love, actually. Has a really great cast and a ton of devoted fans, but it's actually kind of a huge mess. I find this offensive as a dedicated fan of Love, actually. But <laughs> Fair. Whatever. People are entitled to their own opinions. Um, number 12, the Jets, home alone. A poor boy, Connor Hellebuck, abandoned by his family, defense, is forced to protect his home, net, from an onslaught of attacks. <laughs> that one, that one is a close second to the Yukon Cornelius joke. Solidly a good one. Um... I'm really just here for the very end of this one, but number 13, the Panther, is Scrooge. On Christmas Eve, Dale Talon is visited by a series of ghosts who give him a chance to reevaluate his actions and right the wrongs of his past, a.k.a. signing Sergei Bogrovsky. I mean, they're right. <laughs> Rip. Number 14, a Christmas prince. Hear me out. A Christmas hint. That's it. That's the whole, that's the whole thing. <laughs> I hate it. Um, yeah. Number 15, The Flames. 
Friend Clause, a story about a devilish older brother who can't stop causing trouble. Sound familiar, Kachuk family? <laughs> um, then it's kind of not great until you get to, like, 25, the Blackhawks, Home Alone 3. I do like 21. Though. Oh, you can read it. What is it? Oh, okay. Okay, but 21 is the same it's, it's a wonderful life. Jack Eichel briefly got to see what things would look like if he didn't exist. And who boy, it wasn't pretty. <laughs> Number 25, the Blackhawks. Home Alone 3. A once proud franchise quickly tumbles mightily into embarrassment. And number 26, <laughs> The Senators, Black Christmas, takes place in Canada and is a horror story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Kings of 27, The Night Before, a group of old pals trying to keep up tradition only to watch it all slowly unravel. And uh, 28, The Ducks, Let It Snow. Just a bunch of nonsense, mostly starring random kids and one old person, Ryan Getzloff. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, Alright, so, so thanks, Pete. For the elite content there. Blessed. Um, they announced the rosters for the All-Star game. All that really matters is that yeah. Nathan McKinnon, we already knew he's going to be the captain, and no one else was selected, which is fucking offensive, because Kel McCarr should absolutely be on the roster. But he is on the last man in ballot. If you're not voting for him, get fucked. Um, he definitely should. I need to have more with the NHL website because it literally won't let me vote. It just says loading forever and never lets me vote. But if you are not having technological difficulties, you better fucking vote for him because the apps made the fucking hashtag for this. Hashtag Nate needs kale. Get Nate vegetables. Stop. Nate needs vegetables. <laughs> I don't even know what to say about that, but that happened. Yeah. Um, also, in a complete lack of surprise to anyone at all, Alex Ovechkin has already said that he will not be attending the All-Star Game, despite the fact that he was named captain. So I assume they figured out who's replacing him? That's... I have no idea, but he's going to get suspended, so... Good news, because I hate him, and I don't want to see him on the ice. Some other very exciting things about the roster. Um, Drew Doughty made it, which is terrible, but Matthew Kachuk also made it, which okay. means that we can watch Matthew Kachuk live rent-free in Drew Doughty's head for two full days, where Drew Doughty has to try to play nice with him. I'm, that's thrilling. This is... I hate Drew Doughty, but it's almost worth it. Yeah. Let's see. So for the Atlantic, um, Stamkos, it looks like, got the captain instead of Ovechkin. 
Also, this is a weird fucking roster there. Is this the actual roster or the like a fake one? Wait, am I looking at the wrong group? Oh, I'm looking at 2008. Please ignore everything I'm saying. <laughs> what is right? happening? For 2018, like this is not the right year. Why would you give me the wrong year? Truly, what the fuck is wrong with you, Google? Yes, okay, so 2020, I was gonna say, it's like, this doesn't make sense at all. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so, where are my rosters? Okay, for the Atlantic Division, Pasta is captain. Freddie Anderson is going as a goalie, which is very, very exciting. Anthony Duclair is going for Ottawa. Austin Matthews, I don't know, no one terribly exciting. That guy will be there. Fucking Tyler Bertuzzi, though. Why? I mean, I don't know who else did. Troy would send, but, like, fuck that guy. Seriously, fuck that guy. Why is someone else not going? Okay, so for the Metro, they just don't have a captain, I guess? But, uh... Dougie Hamilton is going, which I personally am thrilled about. Travis Konechny is the Flyers' tribute. No, of course he is. Matt Barzal will be there. As usual. Hopefully we can watch him, like, stare with his jaw on the floor at whatever professional women they bring to this again. So for Central, Nate's captain. And hopefully fucking Patrick Kane is there. Also, Ryan O'Reilly and Jordan Binning. Okay. I'm like, I hate our entire, I hate the entire Central Division team. Besides Nate. I guess I have no, I like Mark Shively. Okay. And like, I He's am allowed. indifferent to the existence of Eric Stahl. Yeah, but like, I do not like the rest of our team. Garbage. On the right side, Matt Duchesne is not named. I think he's on the last man in ballot, though. Gross. Okay. Then... Yeah. Oh, wait, okay, so... What's his face? Um... Drew Doughty is, I think, on the last man ballot because he's not on the oh. Pacific roster. So there's a possibility that he won't make it. Well, I'm not going to vote for him. But it wouldn't be the Neither worst thing I. if he had to play on our team with Matthew Kachuk. So anyway, the All-Star Games with playing. Stay tuned for our thrilling coverage when that happens. And speaking of thrilling coverage, the Yeehaw Classic took place yesterday. 
It was as yeehaw as it fucking gets. Like, oh my god. <laughs> The stars all dressed in like full cowboy getup, like a hat, bolo ties. I will say Blake Como really rocked the cowboy look. I love Blake Como. And Ben Bishop also pulled it off pretty well. But they all had fucking winter classic belt buckles. That's which awful. Is absolutely perfect. Um, by far. The Preds allegedly. Oh, wait, what did they do? We're doing a Johnny Cash tribute. Shut the and fuck up. And you were in all black. Whatever. Yeah. The most important thing about the Winter Classic was the pig races. And it's still, okay. it's loading on my computer, but I'm about to pull up the names of the pigs. Because they all got hockey pun names, and they are the most important. So good. It's obviously Gabe Landis Hog. Yes. Who I think did also win his heat of pig races. Good for Gabe the Hog. Um, yeah. Also, Gabe Landis Hog retweeted it, and with like cry laughing emojis. So I'm glad that he appreciates the pun on his name. Alright, here we go. Alex Oinkvechkin. <laughs> Joe Porkvelski. Bobby Bohr. Solid. Roham Yossi. Uh, Gabriel Landeshog. Tyler Swine in. Gordy Sow. That's my personal favorite. That's a good one. Porkerine. Jordan Piggington, which is well, the only name that I'm calling Jordan Piggington from now on. I'm yeah. Yeah. That's right. Andrew Hogliano, yes. Ray Pork, and Ryan Johansson. There's some pretty good ones. There's some ones that are a stretch. We were blessed. We really were. Also, uh, thank God. I think the NHL learned its lesson from having to have a fucking winter classic in a warm weather city, and it's gonna be in Minnesota next year, since that actually fucking makes sense. And they haven't announced the, uh, the matchup, but apparently the abs are, like, high on the list for possibilities. Yeah, because... Which, that would be a wild season for us, because we've got Global Series in Finland... And then if we also had the Winter Classic. That might push us off the Winter Classic, but I would love us to play the Winter Classic because obviously it'd be cool. Be and also I would try to go, even though I probably couldn't afford it. But I would definitely try to go if I could make it work. Yeah. So... That's 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 the news. Oh, do we need to talk about the? Did we already talk about the NBC rankings of the top no. players for the decade? Yeah, NBC Sports released its ranking of the top players, NHL players for the decade, 
and Patrick Kane came in at number 15, and people were up in arms, and NBC literally put in their rankings that he was 15 because of his on-ice, off-ice issues, and I've never felt so seen. I, the, like, the fact that a, like, national news network acknowledged what a shitty person he is, even in vague terms like that, like, the bar is low, but they did clear it. Like, they made it over that bar, and Patrick Kane can get fucked. And so can all of his fans. Yeah, I think it's really worth noting, if you're going to, like, sh- present these people as role models, they should be not shitty people. Yeah. And, like, yeah, okay, so he's good at hockey, but, like... There are some things that overshadow that, and good on NBC for recognizing that. Mm-hmm. I guess we have to talk about the games. Unfortunately, yes. It is part of what we do here. So, the Avalanche played the Golden Knights on the 23rd. We won. That was cool. <laughs> that was the last time we saw them. Yes. Then Emily and I went to the game at Pepsi Center to play the Wild, and we had a grand old time, but the Abs didn't because they lost. <laughs> the Abs really did not. It was so upsetting. Sam Gerard had a terrible game. Just atrocious. Our defense just like forgot what defense was. Once again, we let Matt Calvert down, and instead of getting him the hat trick he deserved, we got him a fucking loss. We hate this team's inability to show respect to their dad. It is true. Uh, the Avs played the Stars uh, the next day. It went to a shootout, so that's something. We lost. But, you know, we got a point. Yeah. We were the last team in the NHL to make it to a shootout, I yeah. think. So, that's cool, or whatever. Um, and then we played Winnipeg on New Year's Eve. Bad. And I have never been so glad that all of my friends bailed on me so we couldn't go to the game. Because, oh my god. Yeah, my parents went to the game and, uh, rip. There were a lot of fights, though, so that was wild. There were a lot of fights. The worst part was, like, for the most part, we didn't even play badly. We just, when we made a mistake... It was catastrophic. Yeah. Like, they got a power play goal that was, like, literally seven seconds into the power play. Mm-hmm. It was, like, off the face-off. Yeah, we didn't... It, that was the, was the worst part about the game was that we didn't play badly. Like, we just lost. It just, like, it was just bad luck. Like, we were yeah, honestly yeah. the better team for most of the game. Like... How luck really was... So good. Oh, like, we yeah. We had a bunch of good luck, and we had a bunch off the post. Yeah. But Kyle Connor got a hattie. 
which was unfortunate. Uh, there were also, I will admit that I may have jinxed it, we pulled the goalie with like two and a half minutes left. They scored the empty netter. We put him back in. Uh, we scored. So we were then back down by two again. Pulled the goalie. And I was like, gee, I wonder if there's a record for most empty net gold ever scored in a game. And then they scored another empty netter. Nice work, Emily. Way to ruin the Avalanche's New Year's Eve. That was my bad. Good, good news, though, is that EJ and Gabe went out for New Year's and posted a picture on Instagram, and it's really beautiful. It was really beautiful. Also, EJ said that he started off the decade with Gabe and finished it, which is not true because Gabe didn't get drafted until 2011 or 2012. 2011? Maybe he meant... He started off the new decade with him? I don't know. Maybe that's what he meant. Anyway, they're best friends, and it was great. I love them. I'm glad they could celebrate through their pain. Yes. Anyway, tonight, like, in 20 minutes, Yep. we're playing the blues. I do not have high hopes. It's on NBC Sports, though, so I'm going to watch it and probably cry, so. Big Good luck. Yay. Um, Saturday for the Devils in New Jersey. It's the Devils' pride night, and I'm going to be there. So if they don't win, I will cry. Is it homophobic if they don't win, or is it homophobic if they do? Because it's the devil's pride night. Oh. I'm conflicted. I still I, want the I avalanche to win. But, like, I want them to win. So <laughs> it's homophobic against me personally. <laughs> <laughs> it's no win. But should we just get into all of next week's games, just since who knows when we're going to record it. Might as fucking well. Monday, the Avs play the Islanders. That's a team. Um, On Tuesday, we play the Rangers. And then on Friday, I will be suffering because the Avs will play the Penguins. Rip. Scream. feel positive about playing the Rangers. Although that's going to be the second half of a back-to-back. So maybe I don't. Yeah, I think the Devils are the one I feel the best about. Yeah. We'll see. Who knows? This team is very uh, random. You know, much like the sport itself. Because it makes no sense. So we'll see what happens. Who knows? Predictions are kind of useless in this game. Yeah. But it's been real. Welcome to a new decade with the Hockey Trash Cast. We out here. We out.
Hopefully it will be in twenty twenty with a win against St. Louis, but even if it's not, we'll still love our boys. Correct. Always love 